Spring is in the air. Snow is melting. There has never been more sports on TV than right now. So we decided to have some beers and celebrate. Welcome to episode two of Beers and Beauties. Doesn't matter if you got Coors, Bush, Bud Light, or a local shop's IPA. All beers are welcome at Beers and Beauties, baby. Let's go. What a Sunday, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. Some Coors original. It's the best when you just show up and you're like, mm, I feel like it's just a beers kind of day. The weather's getting nicer. I know. When I when I get to wear my Crocs to go pick up said beers, <laughs> it's a good Sunday, my friend. I'm glad to be here with you. Uh, there is so much that we are going to talk about today, but how was your week? It was awesome for, well... To mention sports Mm -hmm. is just there's so much happening right now that it's this is going to be a fun episode to be able to just highlight it from the start to finish. Mm -hmm. Um, But just good vibes all around. Weather definitely impacts does the vibe it is so it's so nice that it's starting to get a little nicer outside i agree i do think before one thing we don't do very well so before we kick it off today we are going to say for all of you beautiful people who are filling your ears with addy and i's voice every week now is a great opportunity for if you don't follow us on social media do so now if you haven't rated this podcast and left a review, that's a really impactful way that helps get this message out to more people. So I'm going to ask all of you fill in your ears to give us a rate, review, like, subscribe on YouTube, all of those good things because it really helps us out. And when you get into the game, you don't realize how much it does impact, but it is it for a second of your time, it would make a really big difference to us. So yeah, very, very appreciated if you could do that. <laughs> exactly. So where do you even want to start today? Um, you know, I think, hmm, let's, let's start with basketball. Because it's huge. Humongous. We're going to start with basketball because I was making fun of Addy earlier today because I have my women's and men's brackets on an app on my phone. And Addy shows up today with paper, paper <laughs> copies. And she's cross-referencing her yays or nays from the interwebs. Bud. Hey, so I knew you were going to pick basketball for the sole purpose of chirping me within the first five minutes of this episode. And I'm not even going to apologize. I need it. I need to see what's going on. I, I need two different things to look at the different scenarios. Don't I? I literally printed it out and have written notes on a piece of paper that I've brought to your beautiful home. And I will probably do that for everything. <laughs> the fact that you get in here and you're like, Tara was almost going to throw it out and I had a conniption fit. I'm like, the fact that you only have one copy of your paper bracket that you did online, that you printed out, that you're cross-referencing the scores. I'm like, you're this is outrageous to me. I couldn't imagine somebody looking at this beautiful piece of art thinking, this is garbage where it's like my life i'm like it's been in the same place since the since march madness happened and it has not failed me yet it has been wild oh yep 
It yeah, has that's an been. So let me just pull out this. Yeah, trusty, I, would, I would love. Let for me you. get my glasses on. Yeah. And see my piece of paper. I would paper. love for you to pull out your chicken but, scratch notes. That's right. Because even even when you're looking at like Creighton beating oh or Iowa. Yeah. Like, and we have a match coming up too because in your bracket you picked somebody and I picked the other and I'm like this is this is why March Madness is so fun. It's a lo- it's a lot of basketball though. It's it's, it's like almost hard to stay on top of i think for merch madness they should just come up with a designated channel that literally because there probably is in the u.s in the u.s espnu there's everything in the u.s (laughs) because even south carolina and miami let's let's go what game are you talking about i think it was um oh i have louisville yeah 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 i got louisville winning the whole thing we'll see how wrong i am in in about a few hours (laughs) winning the whole thing even south carolina like so i've seen you know south carolina obviously winning it i've seen stanford winning it i've seen texas winning it like it's uh brackets like like obviously south carolina is in everybody's you know, getting to at least the semis. Like, there's no question. Um, but even, like, ba- like Baylor I've seen. Um, yeah, this is fun. But the there ima- have been huge, the, so a couple pretty big upsets. Yeah, yeah, huge. Well, and it's it's super fun now with the uh, equal um, design of the men's and women's. You can set it on there. Well, that's okay. I'll just keep my trusty piece of paper close. Uh, I, I read something yesterday on the men's side that there isn't a, there is no uh, perfect bra- brackets left. So, oh yeah, wow. there's been enough upsets that their every bracket is busted. There were on I can't remember what app or whatever it was, but there was not a perfect, perfect. Bra- bracket left. That's unbelievable. I do want to. Uh, I know I told you this last night when we were talking. But my uncle, his name's Garth. And shout out to Uncle Garth. Because he texts me on the weekly. He's a certified beauty. Yeah, certified beauty. Regular listener. Big basketball guy. Texting me this week about basketball. Also, happy birthday to him. On Tuesday is his birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Um, I'm just going to, I'm going to verbatim read this text, then we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Lefty block, one-handed handle, no travel, goggles and hair on point, and crushed. (laughs) Fran Believe from this like Stanford basketball dunked a ball. Left-handed block goes up the court, one two steps to the to the bucket, slams her down. A huge moment, but I love the fact that he even gives her sty points. Oh, like, yeah. not even Goggles just and <laughs> hair on point. point and crushed. Technically sound coming up the court, but did you see the hair? Yeah. Did you see <laughs> her style? Like, and honestly, that was, I think, like, whenever women do that, I think it's important to, like, it's, that is being seen by thousands of mm-hmm. people. Like by her taking that stance and being like, nah, I'm throwing this down. Yeah. Means so much more than just a slam dunk. And the announcer, she can dunk. Will she? Yes, she it will. <laughs> <laughs> she can dunk in high school. Yeah, that's like, unbelievable. I was eating Dunkaroos in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so you were dunking. Something. So it's like, that's a... And for him, like, to just... Oh, he's so into it. I love him so much. It gets that excitement factor 
like even more on top of what the excitement of March Madness is. Yeah. Like it's that's so cool. Yeah. But Creighton beating Iowa, um, that will go down as one of the biggest games. Um, and by two mm-hmm. points. Going over sixty-four, yeah, honestly, and the and the scores have been tight. There's been obviously some big stretch games because um, if you're number one ranked and you're playing, you know Howard, mm-hmm. you know their game was seventy-nine uh, twenty-one. But it's like so those games are going to be stretched. But for Creighton and Iowa, number ten ranked over number two, mm-hmm. ranked number two, mm-hmm. and you're done. Yeah, Oregon's out. Oregon's five, out. What is that? The wow. Five, five, twelve. Yeah. So my Spokane division is on point, though. I've not gotten one thing wrong in my Spokane division. Unless you wrote it down wrong. Unless I'm. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> the paper is correct. I'm gonna um, check mine. But Wichita, my Wichita. Depending on how our battle game goes against Louisville and Gonzaga, mm-hmm. um, we'll see how who comes out on top for that. Yeah, one. none of mine are. None of mine are perfect. Yeah, that's my only perfect bracket. But if you if you have not looked into March Madness on both the women's and the men's side, it is absolutely fascinating. And it's going to be a year like no other. There's been upsets already. Um, big teams are getting taken out like in what in in the first round like mm-hmm. round you know of 64 round of 64 so that's going to be exciting to see so who do you we ha- we have one more episode after this and then an, one more for the final so i, I told you i got louisville winning it louisville winning the they're gonna beat deal. south carolina in the semis wow what do you think well i have you losing that game <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm just so going all out. Just going full going tilt with out. a complete upset. Yeah. Well, I guess it wouldn't be an upset. They're ranked number one. So yeah. I have number <laughs> rank number nine beating number one. But hey, it's happened already. So that's this is going to be fun. So we've got one more episode where it'll be the Sweet 16, I think. Sweet yeah, around 32 right now. And, so, then, yeah. uh, and then it'll be the final for the next next episode. So this is going to be really fun to follow and watch. Mm-hmm. And I, I encourage everybody to just rip online and, and look at the brackets because they are. This is, this is such a competitive bracket and it's uh, these it's women such, are competing such at such fun, a high level. Yeah, it's such a fun, uh, I don't know, like to me, it, there's so much hype around March Madness. Oh yeah, like it's it's such a, a fun sporting. I'm gonna call it event, even though it's like not. It's but, but it is. It is no. I I completely agree. And like I mentioned last time, it is so highly regarded. When like even when they get to the final four and they get to Minneapolis, like mm-hmm. it's a thousand bucks a seat. I know, and they're all and they're sold out. I think I could pick like two in the, and the top yeah. second section for a thousand bucks. So. Yeah. And we love that and we hate that at the same time, right? <laughs> yeah, because we love that. that our wallets hate it. Our hearts love it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that has been very cool to kind of just keep in track of and watch for sure. Because even when you're looking and as we speak is happening. Yeah. Is, I should maybe try to find that so we can stay up to speed. Right. Is uh, the Women's Hockey Championship live on ESPNU right now. 
um, Ohio State and Minnesota Duluth. We already heard that you're taking you're taking Ohio. So I'm Ohio. I'm, I'm bulldogging it right now. And you want to hear this? I'm up one nothing. Oh, bud. Up one nothing. One zip. Five what? minutes left in the second. Oh, right. baby. I knew there was something about Ohio this year. Hey, relax. There's still lots of game hey, left. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> but. No, fair enough. Like, it has been, when you look at the teams, Quinnipiac, Syracuse, Wisconsin, Clarkson, Duluth, and Harvard, like, that was the very, very beginning. And how Ohio State, from the very beginning, has made huge push they beat quinnipiac but the one thing i will give this is that the scores are very tight we're the talking game, yeah. one goal games yeah they are all the games have been really essentially barn burner games yeah like uh and comeback games too like both northeastern gets up against duluth mm-hmm. then duluth ends up taking mm-hmm. it uh you know yale gets in front of ohio ohio ends mm-hmm. up taking it so like this game to me is like, I know we've mentioned this kind of before, but like tr- a true battle of the Titans because they've both been down in series and come back. Yep. And all the games are separated by one goal other than the Northeastern Wisconsin game. And even last night I was watching, um, and big shout out to to Women's Hockey Life on their Instagram. They did a really good job of sharing content. And so I tuned in from from home here. And Gustavus tied it up in the uh, Division Three NCAA final with 0.1 seconds left. They ended up losing in overtime to Middlebury. But wow. tons of good hockey that you can watch right now. Yeah. It was awesome. Like to watch. that's even and that's even we're just talking D1 right now. Like div three point one seconds. That's like the definition of like the game is never over. The Literally. game just how you chirp me with Ohio. That's a lot of game left I when know. you're putting the puck in. There's, with there's a lot of point second. one seconds left, bud. <laughs> cool your jets over there. A yeah. lot of point ones. There's a lot of point one seconds. So I uh, like when we look even just March Madness. Yeah. Now D one. It's good. The champion will be decided within the next hour. Yeah, right away. You know, right away it's gonna happen either Ohio or Minnesota Duluth, but even that alone, not even mentioning that the Challenge Cup has started. Yeah. And there's been huge announcements in the whole professional world of hockey. Which yeah. Is, which is, you know, like, it's like, do we want to go Challenge Cup route with the brackets that's been going on? Because yeah, let's the big, let's the big one. Uh, so the Challenge Cup has started for the NWSL. And it started on Friday, March 18th. And... The big game, I think, like obviously O.L. Reign and the Thorns, they tied Racing Louisville, Kansas City, they tied in day one. Day two, though, Angel City and San Diego Wave start their brand new, unbelievable franchises against each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like that. Didn't you? Did you see that stadium on on Instagram? Which one that they played in? I don't know what it's called. Oh, no. It is the coolest looking. It's like in a hill. Like one side has got a hillside to it. We, we, we should look it up. Yeah. Um, the match looked, yeah, it, it looked awesome. And it was nice to just see both of those. There was so much excitement, you know, lots of stuff on Instagram. There's lots of little girls out there waiting for autographs. And that just warms my heart so much. 
Um, and a barn burner game there too. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Tied. 1-1. One, one. I know, which, isn't that a, like, from a hockey world, doesn't that seem strange to tie? Yeah. I It would drive me nuts. Yeah. Like, oh, well, we had six wins, two losses, and two ties. Yeah. Like, could mm. you imagine if your rival, like, you only ever tie, like, you need a winner. Like, that's. In everything. Right? In, like, in that's, we've talked about that, though. The yeah. competitive, like, I need to win. Absolutely. In, in. All aspects of In all the things. I just want to win. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try to find the stadium. But even talking about stadiums, Kansas City, I was so impressed by their new proposal that they put forth for their new building. Right, you were telling and, me that. And just like you're saying, it backs out into a hill. This one looks out onto their, the river that runs through Kansas City. And I'm like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And the scoreboard is on the same side as the river, so the fans wrap around. So every time they look out to the scoreboard, it's got this beautiful landscape. And then their training facility is across the street. So that's just their game stadium. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I love that. Hey, man, I got work in Kansas City, so. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I'll, call, I'll FaceTime you if you can be my date. Yes. While I'm down there. We got a lot of dates that we got to go on because we're all going to Portland. Yeah. For dates with the the sports bra. I can't wait for that. Like, I so, actually can't wait for that. I know. I know. I've looked it up. It's like we've looked up how far it is to drive. I've looked up how cheap it is not to fly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to both. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Where are you going? Where are we going? And uh, so we've got to just add it to the bucket list of things that beauty sports I will know, be right? cruising around on because it's uh, being able to see a place like that completely dedicate a stadium to their women's soccer organization to me is so cool and, and shows like you, you're going to get so much more out of your players when they feel supported. And how much more supported can you actually feel than getting a stadium, getting a brand new spot in your in your city? They've got mm-hmm. veterans on that team like Desiree Scott that have put in years and years mm-hmm. into playing here overseas with Team Canada that it's like finally like you we get sh- that feeling of going to your stadium. Like, that's yours. Yeah. That's pretty remarkable. I was going to say, we're going to put it into the universe right now because we've been making a bucket list. We should get her on the show. Desiree. What's up, Desiree Scott? Come hang out. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because she would have such an incredible... Oh, man. Perspective that would be... In, yeah. Well, like perspective and knowledge of all, because she's played in all different mm-hmm. leagues. She's been in the Olympics. She's went through the whole, mm-hmm. you know, Team Canada not being that really well known to a bronze, to, to a, a gold. gold. You've been yeah. a part of like Leveling the, the up legacy for, for a while now. Yep. You know, heading up, and now she's a part of an organization that's backed by like the mayor. <clears throat> yep, part ownership. It's like okay. Yeah. Lots of really, like, really m- things that make people want to spend more money to go to things, mm-hmm. you know, which mm-hmm. is which is really cool. Um, so that, uh, with all those games happening with the Challenge Cup, it rocks all the way through. And the announcers were very um, great during all the games because they essentially said, like, this is a perfect oppor- opportunity for the girls that they draft mm-hmm. 
right? Because when you're in the NWSL season, they probably hold back a little bit because it goes towards the championship, For sure. and, you know, and the Challenge Cup really gives them more flexibility within games to put their rookies on the field more. Yeah, because it means less. It mean in quote unquote means yeah. less, but we're all super competitive, so we know yeah. everybody wants yeah. to be Anyone the champion. Anyone listening, I did air quotes <laughs> that it, yeah. it means less. Yeah, I mean, I can play uh, like dolls against my seven year old niece and still need to win. So oh, a, a thousand percent, because it's like, how do you walk away from that not <laughs> yeah. winning? Yeah, then there's no winners in dolls, but I think yeah. there is. <laughs> <laughs> but I made I got it, the so best outfit and I made a grilled cheese at your fake kitchen. <laughs> um, She's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, just, I won. <laughs> exactly. No, I, uh, yeah, I agree with you that everyone's competitive there. I, I'm glad, I'm glad to see, uh, I was really glad to see the turnout too for that um, San Diego game. Like, I just think the NWSL, we've talked about it, the momentum is so good. Yeah. So good all around the league. Yeah. Super, super good. And it's like, how, like, how do you double down on that momentum? Stadiums. Mm-hmm. Like that to me when give I saw that. Give people a place, yeah. Give them a home. Give them a place that when you're recruiting, when you're going through the drafting process, when you're doing all that, you're like, no, this is our this is our home. This isn't yeah. like the men's practice facility. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Normally or it the, is, Or right? the high school team. Or the, exactly. Or it's like, this is our home. And that's yeah. the same thing Seattle did in the WNBA, yeah. right? Like right. they have their own yeah. home now, right? That's yeah. just littered with storm stuff, yeah. which is a, another reason why I think Sue came back for a year mm-hmm. because she's... I didn't realize, I knew she was, I knew she was like high thirties, but she's 41. When you look at that woman's career, she's been in the WNBA for 20 plus years. Yeah. She has literally, her and like Diana Taurasi Mm -hmm. and these women have literally built the WNBA. Yeah. I'm like, holy, that's cool. I know. That's Don't cool. you just wish we could be friends with them? I know. I know. They've got such a cool life. Uh, but so speaking of competitive, I just did a little refresh. Uh-oh. Seven minutes left in the third period of the women's Frozen Four championship game. Ones. 2-2. Two, two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I told you there's two. a lot of point one seconds left, bud. So I'm going to be hitting this refresh like it's going out of style. I tried to find my the computer. Video, find my computer. I know. Speaking of hockey. Oh, yeah. I had to screenshot something to you because I was flabbergasted to see that the NHL asked for a meeting between the PHF and the PWHPA to try to sort some stuff out. So where do you want to start with this conversation? Right there. Right. <laughs> Let's start right smack dab uh, yeah, in I'm the not, middle. I don't know exactly where the the, the right place to start is. Um, it gave it gives me mixed emotions. I guess is is my first comment. Mm-hmm. In that, um, the fact that the NHL has to step in makes me feel a certain way. Um, the fact that it. It's, it's taken this much momentum for both sides of this for them to step in gives me emotions. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I um Because what it has been reported as is an attempt to bring the two leagues together. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't, 
they're, they view the way that things need to work and function so differently. It's mm-hmm. how the PHF has become one avenue and the PWHP has come another avenue. So I don't know if it's going to become like an arbitration type situation where PHF is on one side of the table and PWHP is on the other side of the table. And it's like, this is what we want. This is what we want. And mm. then the NHL narrates it and like is like, okay, well, we can do this or... I don't I don't know how to collaborate the two other than that because they've been so vocal about wanting to pursue it differently. Well, yes, I agree. And that's the hard part is that they both sides believe in what they're trying to achieve as they should. That's the purpose. Right. <laughs> um, that's going to be really hard to let go of or, you know, come to amicable terms of. Um, I feel like, I don't know, I, I, in some ways, I guess I'm a bit, um, judgmental of the NHL in that I think it took too long. Yep. I would, when I have, I have a very in tune Mm brother-in-law and he said that it got, you know, to the point where it was almost like they had to step in to stop the feud like we we're we're stepping in now because you guys can you can't figure it out so now we have to help and that's hard Mm -hmm. that doesn't give me all the good feels but it is he wrong no well maybe not maybe not right no and so like the the amount of different perspectives that are happening Mm -hmm. surrounding this topic are are incredible in the way of at the we've talked about this a thousand times. At the end of the day, we just want one league. And but I think all of the, I think both people or both people, all of the people on both sides, I think agree with that. I think Whether that they're that's, in the PHF or the PWHP. I think they're like all thinking the same. We want. We all know we want one league, right? Which is probably the only saving grace in the fact that we might come to an agreement out of it because that is they as differently they, as they've taken paths, they do have the same goal. You know what I think they should do? Hmm. I think like when we, when you talk about like, there's so much more that goes into this, but you watch hockey because you f- have a favorite team or you have a favorite player mm-hmm. and yep. you do this and whatever, blah, blah, blah. I think they need to take the top five women's names and put them in a room and say, what do we do? And what do you want? And how do we make this work? Because the players in the PWHPA are what people would think about. The Mary Philip Poulens, the Hillary Knights, the Kendall Coins, the Sarah Nurses, Natalie Spooner. Mm-hmm. Those are who they would think about. Mm-hmm. But the PHF has that kind of foundation of sustainability of like salaries and a, a league, league yeah. and a draft. Mm-hmm. So I think you put your stars in a room. You put, like, to give comparison to the men's side as well, you put your Sidney Crosbys, your Alexander Ovechkins, your Nathan McKinnons, and you put those people in a room and say, how do, what are you, what do you want? Because if this is what you're doing over here, clearly you don't want something that's over here. How do we, Mm. how do we figure this out? Because those people are, and, and whether they want this pressure or not. Yeah. Too bad you fell too into bad. it because you're super good at hockey. <laughs> too bad because you're unreal and yeah. everybody wants to follow you. Yeah. It's like 
they they have the pulse of what you know we want this salary we want maternity leave mm-hmm. we want this we want that how do we make that work and it's not i don't want to discredit the players in the phf yeah. but let's get real that's who people want to see agreed i i wholeheartedly agree with you i think they have that i think the pwhpa has that done i think that that is the whole purpose of the pwhpa I think that it was the best hockey players on both sides of the border. I'm just going to say in the world coming together and making a choice to define what they want, hire a leader in Jaina Hefford to spearhead that. I think they have that list. I don't think that that's why I do not think that putting them, I don't know that putting them in a room changes it. And that's where I I think it's going to be a hard um, battle in this conversation of <clears throat> PHF PWHPA is I think the PWHPA from the approach that they got to take as an association of players defining their own history and their own path have that. They know what they want. They've defined it already. Hmm. But then how do you make it? That's well, they're, you're going to have to give and take somewhere, but like, I think that, I think that list is made. It's also why I think that you're not seeing more, like you see the odd player jump from the PWHPA to the PHF, but um, the women in the PWHPA believe in what they're doing. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. And it's, and it's bigger than a league and it's bigger than a season. And, and if you want to go and play in the PHF, great. There's no, there's no no animosity there. They understand why you would want to be in a league, but they believe in, in doing what's right to create a sustainable league for the next future hockey players. I see. And that's it. Yeah. I don't know that they back down. Very interesting take. Very interesting. You want another beer? I do want an. I'm literally (laughs) scratching my head for the people. (laughs) Because I see see what you're saying. But then because I would, I, I would agree in the sense of, that the players have a lot more sway in this mm-hmm. than what I think they even realize. I would agree with that also. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So you've created a players association for one. So they're they everyone's got to be aware that a league isn't the be all end all. It's about doing it right the first time. <laughs> right? Because right. there's been, well, let's just say numerous attempts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we just talked to uh, Jacqueline Hawkins, who is a part of the Boston Blades in the CWHL. Like that, when you think about how long ago the CWHL was, Mm -hmm. that's how long this fight has been going on for. Oh. That's crazy. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. No, I think it might be the end of the game. I can't tell. I think Ohio might have won. Um, so for the people listening, we're literally on the edge of our seats trying to find out the final score of the women's frozen four hockey game and refreshing frantically (laughs) to try to see mine's not updating. So I don't know exactly what's going on, but what, and so I was thinking about this week and us talking and I'm like, 
I couldn't, I couldn't believe how much there was to talk about this week, mm-hmm. you know, and March is such a great month for sports. It, it, yeah, it is. It you is know? like the culmination of, of a, a season in sports like hockey. Yeah. Um, we're f- full swing in LPGA. There's, there's still tennis happening. Um, basketball's at its peak, you know, all these seasons, soccer's getting going. We're not far off of the WNBA picking up. Um, I did watch some AU volleyball, which frick is that fun? Oh yeah. There again, we've said it a million times, but there is no better time to be a female athlete. Yeah. Female athlete and a female athletic sports fan. There every avenue that you enjoy following, if you like following basketball or if you like betting, you've got AU. Mm -hmm. If you like U sports, it's Canadian. Like literally it's everywhere. Yeah. And you know what? I had a fun little interaction with a guy because um, a lot of people are finding out about beauties and listening and talking yeah. and stuff. And they're like, I'm just surprised you guys have so much content. Oh, but this is the part, right? So this is the th- the whole piece. So we talked about the sports bra in Portland. I know I've talked about it to the nth degree. But I, I do the one thing that I saw that they posted on social media was about the content. And so we've talked about it on the show before. 4% of coverage on TV or in the in the world is about women's sports. Yeah. So we're missing what the what's that math? 46% would make it half and half. We're missing yeah. 46% of of women's content. Right. They're going to turn the TVs off when there's no women's sports on TV. Because that's also the point. That's the point. Right? Yeah. And it's like and we talked about this before on the fan project mm-hmm. about how um, Angela Ruggiero mm-hmm. actually proved mm-hmm. that there are spe- uh, female sport- sports fans. They're just called fluid fans because they have to find a thousand different outlets to try to watch. So if you think about us, for instance, right now, mm-hmm. basketball's on TSN. Women's is on ESPN Plus that you can only get if you're an American. And I've only actually watched two women's basketball games on TSN. And that's just because it's Canadian. And if anything, women's ever shows up on my thing, I just mm-hmm. record it. Yeah. Because whatever. The Challenge Cup, I have to watch on Twitch. PWHPA. Or Twitch slash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, PHF is Twitch slash. Right? So. Yeah. And then the PH, uh, PWHPA is on Sportsnet slash whatever, uh, whatever. I had to get a Paramount Plus account. That you can't use. That I can't, that I realized <laughs> as soon as I bought the Paramount Plus account that I actually That's can't so even classic use. classic. You. you print your bracket, you get into things you don't even know how to, you probably can't. We'll figure out how to make that work. Yeah. Like, let's just, let's just figure it out. Because I even, because Tara knows me well enough. She's like, let me look at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't even watch the NWSL on our Paramount Plus count that I just got. And then she found a show that she really likes, so now it all works out or whatever. Okay, but good. But it's on Twitch. So you have to be first and foremost. You have to be committed. A, yeah, and a fan. Like you gotta and, like in yeah. your soul wanna watch it. Yeah. And anytime that there's an LPGA yep. tournament on, I've gotta go on to the golf network. And I have to go all the way to the end because mm-hmm. it generally starts around 11 p.m., 7 or 11. 
and I have to record it. Yep. Um, you know, so you have to be dedicated to the process of what each league provides you, not mm-hmm. just turn on Sports Center and watch it all. I can't wait for that day. You know, and yep. so that might sound a bit ranty to some people listening to the show today, but I think it's important to showcase how how you find these things and how you watch them because it is more it is more than just turning on sports center and you know the the way Cowie was referencing before that four percent it doesn't even it doesn't even take a snippet of what's actually available to you the, to watch. That's right. And the and yeah it's um <laughs> It's that part is sad to me because there are some incredible, incredible athletes that are playing sports in this world and I want to watch them and it feels too difficult to do that. I love the motto of turning the TV off because I think that's going to paint a really relevant picture for people, but I wish that we could turn the TV off, TVs off. (laughs) I wish there was like a a Rogers or a CBC button. Yeah. It was like, screw it for 46% of your television. You get to watch nothing. Yeah. That, like I know. And both of our eyes went, what? Like, even if it was just for a day, how yeah. mad would people be? Yeah. It's like, what the heck? It's like, yeah, exactly. What the heck? Exactly. What the heck, man? I want to watch women's sports, put it on the freaking TV. Yeah. And it was interesting when I was talking with somebody not that long ago, We've referenced, like you and I in conversation, the chicken and the egg. Yeah. What's going to come first? And this lady looked at me and said, Addie, it's like the chicken and the egg. What's going to come first? And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Kelly and I talk about that all the time. (laughs) We're like, what's going to come first? But what's proven is, is the fans are there. Mm -hmm. The fans want to watch. They want to be a part of it. Yep. And then adding on to that fan base would be just making it more easily accessible yeah. to see and watch. So I think that that narrative of the chicken and the egg has almost been proven by the fan project. Agree. I you would know agree what with I mean? That. Yeah. And they're there. We're the chi- here. The chickens We're here. are here. We're here, baby. Are we the eggs or <laughs> yeah. the chickens? I don't know. <laughs> Does it matter, baby? <laughs> We're just the first ones and we're done. We're done. Yeah. We're ready for it to be on TV. Yeah. So, and... I know there's more people out there like us that are just like itching, itching, right? Itching. And it's just like your uncle who watches and is like, hair's on point, gog's on point, smashes down. It's like, this is what people, they just want to watch sports. Yeah. And why not have it 50-50? And it was, um, now I'm just remembering this podcast that I listened to this week that had Erica Nardini in it. Okay. And she's the CEO of Barstool Sports. Mm -hmm. And she was on a podcast and they asked her and they're like, okay, Erica, like what are, what are women actually fighting for right now? And she, and her response was, I think nobody really knows because everybody's kind of like, well, we want it here and we want it there and we want more. But now it's starting to like, some people are like, we want to make more than men. We want to do this. And I'm like, never in a Where million. Where is that narrative? Where did that come from? Like, yeah. have you heard that? I I have heard it in some random ways, but I completely disagree with it in the way of it's never been this 
men versus women thing that we just have to get rid of. It's It's been, let's make it equal. So there's five TSN networks, and this is the way that my brain works. Yeah. <clears throat> what I think we're fighting for is that if there's five TSN work networks going on, two of them are men, two of them are women, and then there's a obscured like darts yeah, on fifth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's get darts on fifth. But it's like, <laughs> like let's get let's get two channels of March Madness on one, two channels of March Madness women's men's men's on one and two, three and four women's. And then darts. And we'll get <laughs> darts like as a nationally recognized sport. Let's just get darts everywhere. Good. But that's what I think it is. That when we, then when men are signing massive contracts, women are signing massive contracts. When there's NCAA men's frozen four on TV, women's are on TV. Mm-hmm. Perfect example. You've got one of them fancy TVs that you talk to. <laughs> I don't have one of them, but you're like NCAA hockey, uh, hockey, right? Men's, 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 and then not, I turn the TV off. <laughs> and then not one woman's thing showed up. Yeah. What I think we're fighting for is, is for it to show up. I agree. Oh, I, I, and I think it well it depends on who you are, of what you're fighting for, or what you're wanting. Um, the women in the leagues are are wanting an opportunity. Uh, some leagues. That's more hockey specific, I guess, because um, so for them, they're wanting an equal opportunity to play the same way that the men have. Right. right? They're wanting I go to college, I go into, um, you know, some feeder league that feeds into a professional league and there's a pathway for me. <clears throat> they're wanting a pathway. So those women are wanting a path. Uh, other women who have a, an established path, whether that be in the WNBA or the NWSL or whatever, are wanting their path to be equal to the men's path. Yeah. In that they want representation, they want airtime. In a lot of cases, I'm sure they want better money. Yeah. We've seen that with Liz Cambage and some of the stuff that she said. Um, but I would agree, at the end of the day, that's what we want. Yeah. Is that 50% of the time, because 50% of the athletes are women. Yeah. Yeah. But we see them 4% of the time. Yeah. And... It goes down to we literally just had a conversation about like chartering flights. Mm-hmm. CBAs be the same. Like it's it's not a it's not a battle of who can get to the top of the mountain first. Let's just get to the same level. That's all it is. It's not about beating one another. Let's stand in front of the same mountain to start with. Let's stand in front of the same mountain. <laughs> Honest to God, sometimes you know? yeah. So. That uh, that I found super interesting because it means first and foremost the conversation of women's athletics is out there. Like, yeah, guys and sports fanatics are starting to be like, "What are we doing? What are we fighting for?" <clears throat> and I think that that message needs to be clear: of like, we just want the same. Mm-hmm. We just want it to be the same. Yeah, and I think that people also forget that, like, this isn't just a sports thing either. Like, I want, we want there you to have an equal opportunity. Like, the fact that we're still seeing women being, you know, ceiling breakers as the they first. enter. Right, the first. The first to do this. The first to be a scout here. The first to be a, a GM here. The first to be a vice, like, the first in this sport. The first, like, all of those things. Um, 
They're great. Don't get me wrong. Super good that that's happening. But across the board, we want there to be an equal opportunity and it not, and we want it to not be news anymore. I don't, even in my own personal life, like I don't want people to celebrate me at my own job because I work with mostly men. Right. Um, in being that, that woman. Yeah. We just want it to be equal. I don't, I just don't understand necessarily why the world is so gendered. Yeah. Well, like, it's like, what way do you want to go down that rabbit hole? Because we become gendered. Probably don't have time. How many beers you got away? <laughs> yeah. A bucket full, well, bud. We got a bucket of beers here. But to just let you know, as we get into this, Did just I lose. refreshed Ohio State. Yeah, 3-2. Three, 3-2, two. Three, two, baby. Okay, I'll take the L there. No, 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 not yet. Oh. At 13 minutes left. Oh. 13 minutes and a third. You know Duluth has got fight in them. Absolutely. You know a lot of, I got a lot of point one seconds left. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> freaking right. That's the best analogy ever. Because even if we rip back to the South Carolina game on the women's bracket, they take that game 49-33. So even, is that finished? Final 3-2 Ohio State. Wow. Do we have the clappy button? Where's yeah, we, the clappy we can, button? We can find it. Let's find the clappy uh, button because that is huge uh, for sure. for Ohio. Oh my God! Round of applause for Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, bud. Congratulations, Ohio State Buckeyes! Holy moly, that's huge! Huge, huge, huge! That's incredible. Is that their first appearance in an NCAA Division I final? I literally was just going to look that up because I'm I, pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure. And that's when you get one of those teams. Oh, yeah. And you get on a tear and you beat somebody like, well, they started off with Quinnipiac, mm -hmm. then they went to Yale, and then Minnesota Duluth. Like when you're beating teams like that, you, you just, it's to the point where coaches don't need need to coach anymore you're just players jive. are like we kind of saw that in the olympics oh. team canada was just they weren't gonna lose they were not going to lose they had everything working in their mm -hmm. favor for them and they did everything in their power to make sure that they did not get off track and I, you're you're right this is a flawless execution by ohio state wow 38 and 6 on the year they were hey i do want to give a big shout out um, to local Manitoba team, ACC. So they won the ACHA Division Two. No way! National championship. Just a hop, skip, and a jump down the road. That ACC. Yeah. I think Good they're. I think they're. I think that means they defended their title. There's that weird COVID bubble. Oh, I see. Of time. Yeah. But big congrats to the ACC Cougars. ACC Cougs, yep. Ohio, Ohio State Buckeyes. There was mm -hmm. something about their vibe. I just you were into it. I was so into their vibe, you and were into it. There was something about it when they got down to Yale, came back one two one, and it's like that team is unstoppable. But it's tough because the, uh, Duluth also came back from Northeastern. Like it was, mm -hmm. this was so exciting mm -hmm. to watch. So exciting. So. Yeah, that's massive. We should use that clap button more often. 
We have so we many sh- things we to should, celebrate. We should figure out. I'm going. I'm just going to record this. Okay. Of us here. Let's do it. Um, yeah, we should probably use that applause button more. Because we we talk about some pretty amazing things every single week. Mm-hmm. And we just got pretty deep into the whole NHL PWHPA PHF thing. But I shouldn't record this. How do you flip your camera around once you start? I don't know. <laughs> Shit. You're not asking the right person. <laughs> I'm asking the person who printed the bracket. Do you want to look at my printed bracket as you ask me to do oh, some super Oh, God. I was thing? thinking it would be cool vibe for, for IG to have like a, a video of us live while we're recording, but I don't know how to flip my camera once I hit record. <laughs> oh. <laughs> flip it before you hit record. And then I got to. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, buddy, I love a Sunday with you having beers. Yeah, we got. A, we're starting to create a little bit of a laundry list of of beers and beauties episodes. Yeah, which I love because I think that's one thing that Addie and I have have talked about a lot is the fact that we think that story time is what a lot of people want to hear, and we've got some really great guests. We have a little bonus episode this week yeah. of of Jacqueline Hawkins, who's the owner and president of of Women's Hockey Life. And, and she's coming back on the show for her beers and beauty. And she's a certified beauty man. She, she is, is, man. She is so knowledgeable. And that's the mm-hmm. thing where it's like you're asking her a question and she'll take it six different ways and she'll answer it. And like, mm-hmm. you know, she answers it for everybody. And and what a fantastic thing that she's created at Women's Hockey Life as a, just a strong resource for such a kind of underrepresented piece of women's hockey. Yeah, you can tell she's super well connected in the in that community too. Um it's a resource that I wish I had when I was 15, 16, 17 years old uh in her. I think it was a great conversation. We also we we almost had as long of a conversation after we stopped recording as we did when we were recording. Yeah. So can't wait to get her back on the show for one of these kind of episodes. Absolutely. Anytime you can toss a couple beers in with a beauty, <laughs> I'm all right. in. We're gonna get Knox and Cax back on the show. That's right. Yeah. We've got some good. fun ones coming up the pipe here. So yeah, this has been this is this is a good Sunday. It is a good Sunday. Uh, we're going to stick with exactly what we happened last week in the fact that, are you ready? I don't, I don't think I am, which means I want to take control of it again. <laughs> you, can, just, you can, <laughs> you can, you can. You know, we, we had so many awesome conversations and I just need to hear. Okay. Cowie's final words. You know what, buddy? It's uh, this week has been really fun. The the fact that we got to double up, have a conversation with someone that we can speak to in terms of hockey really well, and then just to get to hang out, have a few beers with one of my best friends. Um, I love you for it. For all of you listening, I appreciate you. We appreciate you. We hope that you continue to find us every week. But we're so happy you're back. Thank you so much, everybody, and we will see you next week.